Hello York, my name is Nora Thomas and this is YorkUnknown.com, where we explore old stories submitted by the alumni of York's past. A lot of stories, actually, for such a young university. All of them come from old submissions from The Looking Glass or this old website with very weird formatting compiled by a guy named Idicus? Idicus, that sounds right. Idicus Bishop way back in 1992. It actually means that his website was one of the very first private ones to be made, like, ever, for the internet, which is really cool. But he doesn't really give any information on where they come from other than a name or two. Or any information about himself, really. Apart from his friend Gibson, who pops up a lot, apparently a Lingwithian who liked improv. Idicus doesn't say anything more about himself other than the fact that he was in some society called the Aardvark Society. Three A's, to avoid clashing with the much more contentious two-aid Aardvark Society of Anarchists. I tried to do more digging on that one, but it, it looks like they just left cryptic maps of campus written in Cyrillic on benches, or occasionally spray-painted jokes on Greg's place. So not exactly a creative writing society. I tried getting into contact with either of them, but they have declined to comment. Code for not respond to my various emails. I will try not to be offended. Anyway, we're a pretty young university, so the little folklores and myths we have shouldn't just sit in a box gathering virtual dust. Like, we don't have our own ghosts yet, but we can try. We are starting our very first broadcast with a story called Duck Walker by Catherine Elliott, written in 1998. From what I can tell, it's set in Derwent College, so take a spot by the lake, preferably at night, and enjoy. I am so sick of these birds. I didn't get it when I first came, and I certainly don't get it now. Like, it's an intrinsic part of the York gimmick, I know. We don't have cool buildings or working buses, but we do have a lot of birds. But I just don't get it. They shit everywhere, they sit directly in the middle of the path, they hiss at you when you try to sidestep them, they squawk incessantly in the mornings, and I can't tell you how many times I accidentally tripped over one in the dark. Or I thought I did. Now I'm not so sure. Me, Joe, and Ben have kind of stopped doing the thing. I mean, I, I feel stupid writing it out. We would drink until about midnight before stalking around Derwent, throwing stones at open kitchen windows. It's stupid, but I did really like doing it. Not really for the kitchen thing, that's Joe's fun, but getting to know the grounds like that. All the walkways, normally so crowded, empty. Just the cold, bug-filled lights flickering on damp concrete. And then beyond the path, darkness. Vague shapes of draping leaves. Black water. Anyway, I guess Fresh's adrenaline had finally worn off, which is fine by me. I liked the quiet of nighttime more, so I'd start to walk by myself. At first I'd see a couple of stragglers, maybe people coming early from clubs, leaning against the benches trying to see straight. A jogger or two. So I started walking later. I wanted to see if I could find the perfect window of time where it would be just me awake. Twelve, one, two. If I saw someone, I'd turn straight back to my room. Not good enough. Three. Three thirty. I started hearing things at three thirty. It was kind of like... Like ripping cardboard. Slowly. Wet cardboard. At first it was sort of slow, scraping, with all the pace of someone eating a steak dinner. 
lovingly. Is that weird? Whoever, whatever, was doing it, liked it. At first I thought it was just the squirrels dropping nuts or sticks or something like that, but it was always so still. I could never catch even a leaf moving, like the wind had gone to sleep. So I started bringing a torch with me, seeing if I could see what was causing the noise. I wasn't super scared or anything, I just thought I'd maybe see a snake or something. I don't know. I don't know what I wanted to see. I brought up the sound to Ben, but he just shrugged. He said maybe it was just the birds eating fish. Maybe they didn't like anyone seeing them. They were food shy. Maybe don't go outside if it's freaking you out. He looked at me and I felt sorry that I'd even been doing it in the first place. I hadn't meant to do it again after that. It was an honest mistake. We got back from Ziggy's later than expected. It was the um, football social, and I was taking pictures because, well, I had a Kodak. Something weird was happening with it, though. Maybe it was the glare of the lights, but some people's skin took on a weird sheen when they smiled like it was baggy. At some point in the night, someone from Aardvark had jammed the doors of a silly stringer, something, and the bouncers hadn't noticed. It was only for a few minutes, but the room started to swelter. I could feel the sweat of everyone around me, flesh on flesh. I thought of the sound and I threw up, right there on the dance floor. Me and Amy got kicked out. Amy went to bed, but I just wanted to walk the night off, feel the air again. I didn't realise I was really alone until I was somewhere in Vanborough. Biology? I don't know where I was. I felt like I was the only person in the world. Just my heartbeat and the crickets. And the tearing. I only realized then why it was familiar. My mum used to make roast from scratch, so she'd prepare the chicken and stuff it all on her own. She'd shove her hand in the chicken, stretching the carcass, bone shifting, ripping meat. So I did what anyone with a camera and seven shots of tequila and them would do. I took a picture. The snap of the camera was a gunshot in the thick silence. And there, right in the flash, was Ben. What the fuck are you doing? He called out. Turn off the torch. I fumbled with the camera. I, I'm sorry, I thought I heard... Go home. You're drunk. Eyes stinging, I crawled back to the flat. After that night, whenever I went outside, I saw feet tips of them from the shadows. I'd blink and they'd be gone. Black tongues dipping into the leaves and back into the darkness. Even when there were people around, they just kept walking like they didn't even hear or see anything at all. Ben acted like nothing happened. He just said I was drunk. My roommate started complaining, saying I was tracking mud in the house. I stopped sleeping properly, or eating. Whenever I went to the dining hall, it's like I could hear everyone's mouths opening and closing, meat moving, shifting shape. And when I'd walk the paths, the birds would look at me. Before it was just a sort of apathetic waddle, but now they would just stop and stare. I never noticed it before, but their eyes were just a bit too big for their heads, popping out slightly. Like they were meant for a different skull. 
I think I would have gone insane if it weren't for the photo I found a week later. I was developing them for the sports scrapbook when I found the one I took of Ben. He was just standing there, hands in his pockets, not facing me. And his feet looked like dark mulch. I wasn't sure if it was the distortion of the camera I, I had been moving it after all, but his neck... It looked like he had taken a wrench to it, bent in the middle. The leaves had buried it almost completely. People shot me weird glances as I crouched in the silt, but I didn't care, because underneath all that was piles and piles of feathers. I've started hearing something different now. Bird calls, air whistling from broken necks. All times of the day outside my window, calling me. I can't talk to anyone about it. I don't even have anything to talk about. Nobody can hear anything anyways. All I could do was keep going outside, keep taking pictures. And yesterday's just came in. It was a lot of leaves. Mulch and grass and soil. The light would create a hazy peripheral, a spotlight. The darkness just out of sight. Hundreds and hundreds of photos. Trees, mulch, grass, soil, leaves, water, grass, soil, mulch, leaves, trees, soil. Leg. A single leg. Glistening under flashlight like it was soaked in water. Bare foot on the soil. Bent ever so slightly the wrong way. Blurry like it was running. I had proof now that what was ever was out there was moving and it knew I was there. I know it did. Because the foot was turned to me. Is that it? Oh, <clears throat> sorry, is that... No, that's next week's. Hmm. That was Duck Walker by Catherine Elliott. Pretty good. I tried to get in contact with Catherine, but the university kept on putting me in contact with the Catherine Elliot in my year, which is not helpful. Although, weirdly enough, since 1998, there has been a Catherine Elliot enrolled in every single year, which is sort of spooky in a stretch sort of way. Unless it's the same person, which means they are paying a fortune in fees. Also weirder, I think the Catherine Elliott who wrote this used her friends' names because the Ben character referenced multiple times comes up in the accommodation records and in seminar records as Ben Wilson, who, coincidentally, also has been enrolled in every year since 1998. Together forever, I guess. Or just common names. I hope you enjoyed the very first episode of YorkUnknown.com. I've been Nora Thomas, and you've been spooked. Hopefully. Have a terrible sleep tonight, York. <laughs>